The Hicks talk of space batching bros. Roberta Bondar wouldn't put up with those. And what can Derry do? Annex Insta's fucking you. Meanwhile, Wayne is ready to propose. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday. That means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. Podcast paying tribute to the Greek Canadian show Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is just you. <laughs> Why would you give that one more try there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the valuable Victor. And joining us this week, he is the host and producer of the Disco Posse podcast, the founder of Rapid Matter, the co founder of Diabolical Coffee, a guitarist extraordinaire, and a good guy. He's a really good guy. Please join me in making some noise for Eric Wright. Wondrous. Oh no. my god. That's a royal welcome. <laughs> Eric, welcome to the produce stand. Uh, that's like that's like the best walk up I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> Beautiful, thank you. Folks are the best. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I mean, the reason you're here today is because for the, the the past season, you have been our sponsor. You are the owner and proprietor, or co-owner, I guess, of Diabolical Coffee. Yeah, I don't know who the other owner is, but I, I, I whoever, if it goes wrong, it's their fault. I thought on I your Twitter profile, I thought it said co-founder or whatever. It is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. My wife owns. My wife owns the other. Gotcha. House, so. All right. All right. So keep, <laughs> keeping the household in check there. All right. That's it. Um, That's so it. let's begin by saying, where, where are you speaking to us from right now? From beautiful New Jersey, or if you've ever been here, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you live, but you you cop to being in a hotel. Are, is it? Or, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 in transit. So I. Uh, but hey. When the produce stand is on, you, you get to the fucking hotel. You do what you got to do, right? That's, that's what we do. And that's what we appreciate about you. That's so, <laughs> so you, you live, you actually live in New Jersey. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a long sorted story as to how this came, all came to I bet. Because actually you and I, I mean, we went to high school together. We played in bands together. Like you're, you're originally oh. from my hometown or, or we're both from the same hometown town. We're like, OG. yeah, we are OGs. <laughs> you were one of the original guitarists in, in the, in the band Poise for the Worm be, uh, before you left it or I don't that's know, right. got, got kicked out. Oh my out. gosh. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a right. long time ago. That is a long time ago. So, uh, and only recently did I find out that you moved to New Jersey and how long ago did, yeah. did that happen? Yeah. I mean, depending on whether the uh, uh, immigration officers are listening oh, recently, recently. Yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> okay. I, it's, I'm in the throes of it. So I, I've been, I've been going, I've been traveling back and forth. My wife is mm -hmm. from New Jersey. And uh, so I've, I'm, I work for a company that's based out of Boston uh, and so I just kind of move around right. and I very recently started the, the true immigration process went mm -hmm. to the United States, which is, uh, challenging and long. So it's, uh, it's quite an adventure. Oh, wow. I'm sure. Now you're a man of uh, many hobbies here or, or, or occupations or hats. I, I <laughs> so the, when the bio takes half the podcast to read, you know, you got Eric on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to like, maybe get a quick, uh, you know, ex explanation of each one of these. What is rapid matter? Yeah, Rapid Matter is where it 
uh, I'll say my my motto for life is do good, do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where I do good is with Rapid Matter. It's actually a community focused uh, group, uh, which is mainly aimed at helping people as like a mentoring community. It it actually, I had a product at one point, I actually built a platform that was like a machine learning algorithm to better match people from the community. It's mm-hmm. kind of neat. So anyways, I've just, I've been doing mentoring for a long time and I decided to actually wrap some stuff around it. And a friend of mine, uh, Renee Vandenbedem, which is uh, an exciting name to say, <laughs> his Australian accent perfectly aligns with the fact that his last name is Vandenbedem. Right. Yes, but, absolutely. Uh, as it would. Uh, but Renee's a fantastic human. And, and he started this idea of, he just like picked the name Rapid Matter. And mm-hmm. he says, I'm going to do this thing. It's going to be like a technology-based, totally technology-based. It was kind of funny. And I thought, oh, I'm in. Let mm-hmm. me do it. And we started talking. We said, well, let's mentor people while we're doing it. And then it just kind of stuck and that's been, been the thing. So I, I use that as the hood of, you know, mentoring. I've got newsletters and, and uh, education and all sorts of crazy stuff, Very, so. very cool. Uh, and I mean, you're one of the earlier adopters of the podcasting realm. Uh, you've got a, a, I mean, a podcast with a cool ass name, Disco Posse. Why don't you tell us <laughs> a little bit about that one? Yeah, so the Disco Posse is one of the many bands that I've been in, and and you may remember this one if you if you saw us at the beautiful Rainbow Pool Hall. Oh, of course, picturesque Bradford, Ontario. Who didn't, who didn't play the Rainbow? Well, and- yeah, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, hopefully, you got some vaccinations after you're in there because I uh, <laughs> I love the Rainbow, but we. So my friend Bill and I, who mm-hmm. I remember Bill, remember Bill as well. Yeah. Uh, we were in a an original band. It's mm-hmm. called Binary Gods, and we decided that in order to you know fill the fill the space a little bit more because we didn't want to just only play our like eight songs that we we wrote. You know, we always had like one or two sets. We decided to start playing disco songs and like fun songs. So we'd play like Wild Cherry and mm-hmm. and and like fun disco stuff, and we would open for ourselves. And we would just call it the disco posse. Like that was kind of the idea. We, we, we never even really build it, but I was like, I just called us the disco posse. Mm -hmm. And then when it came time to choose domain names, you know, a million years ago, cause I'm old like that. And the internet was actually new when I was, (laughs) when I was younger, uh, I got tired of changing my email domain all the time. So like, ah, forget it. I'll just get this disco posse because I guarantee no one's got that name taken. (laughs) It's a great name. And, and then I ended up, using it for setting up a blog. I was doing web development and I did a bunch of stuff. And next thing you know, as I was doing more blogging, it, you know, Google took over and and it became kind of an identity. And ever since then, you know, plus also Eric Wright, uh, easy E mm-hmm. <laughs> hello SEO <laughs> failure. So I haven't got a shot in hell of getting a search in Google for Eric Wright, mm-hmm. but I do. However, if for disco posse. posse Top of the list every time. Very good. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of the reason why my online persona is still PFTW, Poised for the Worm, despite the that's fact right. that that's a defunct band of 20 years ago, right? So uh, That's I what know. that stands for. Yeah, right? yeah. Not, <laughs> not Pink Floyd the Wall, at least not in my case. Uh, and finally, <laughs> Diabolical Coffee, our sponsor, yeah, and and yeah. uh, you you were nice enough to, to sponsor this season. I'm even surrounded by swag. I'm yeah. Like this. And I, because I'm, I'm, I'm in a hotel temporarily, I bring <laughs> my coffee with me. So yeah, it's, I've always been a fan. And so Diabolical Coffee started as a brand. Mm-hmm. I literally just said, like, I've got this idea. Because like any good brand, it starts by searching through GoDaddy auctions and finding a really neat domain name that's on sale for three bucks. Pay attention, Matt, for your beer there. <laughs> <laughs> so I found this this name and it had a bunch of traffic to it already. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat just for fun. I'm going to grab this. I'm like, it's a badass name. 
I used to go to tech events all the time when we were allowed to go to tech events in person. And part of this was I would go and I would meet a bunch of my friends and I would say, hey, you know, I'm going to be coming from Toronto. I'll bring you a set of Balzac's coffee. So I'll bring a pound of Balzac's coffee and said my friend from Texas would come and he'd bring some from a local roaster. Mm -hmm. And it became kind of a thing. We'd say, let's get more people. So what we would do is said, anybody that comes, just bring a pound or two pounds of your locally roasted, you know, funky beans, bring them, drop them into a box. And then at the end of the show, you come back and you take however many you brought except huh. somebody else's coffee. It's like a key party, but with coffee. Bingo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And a lot less divorce. <laughs> Very nice. So then... What started as like just me and my my one friend, you mm-hmm. know, swapping coffee at the last time we did it at Amazon at AWS reInvent, which was 2019 was the last like in-person one. I, I, they, I have people come to my booth for my company and mm-hmm. that would be where we would do the swap. So I looked like a veritable drug dealer because all these people <laughs> come by like, hey, is Eric here? And then they just like hand me a bag and I would be like, just give them a nod, put it in a bin. And then they'd come back a day later and yep. Just reach in and grab one. You know, it was truly a, a, a three-way drug transaction. Wow. Coffee is the finest drug. Yeah. And what the last time I did it, I ended up with 75 pounds of coffee sitting in the back of my booth. Wow. Like there was a lot of people and there's like people from all over the world and just like random people that I had no idea who they are. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, hey, are you Eric? And they drop off a pound of coffee with me. I sure hope it was coffee. <laughs> and then that was it. It was wild. So it became kind of a thing. And then- I decided to you know, go the extra mile and, and actually finally set up. So I found a roaster that does roasting on demand and it's actually freshly roasted. Literally you, you press the order button and then they, they roast it. It actually takes, you know, like a day to pull it together and get the order shipped out. So you got to have patience, but mm-hmm. it's, it's bloody good coffee or devilishly good as it were. Mm-hmm. And um, plus on top of that, check this swag out. Oh yeah. I know this is for the oh, video folks, kids. Cool. Oh, wow. Hey, this hey, is my- Matt, can you do a, a screen grab of that sucker? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> or or, or Victor, one. one of you's. All right. Yeah, that's, that, that's sweet. Yeah, I want that I shit. I got it. Yeah. So this is my friend, Zine uh, Rashidi. Uh, he, I work with him at Turbonomic, and he's one of the best artists around, and he's just amazing. So he he just did up this design. Mm-hmm. We called it Devil's Breath. It's got the Diabolical Coffee mug right inside there. So we're actually launching. We're doing a limited T-shirt run starting in June, and uh, so it'll be, it'll be good. And part of it is like proceeds go to uh, – we actually fund – different technology programs like uh, mm-hmm. black girls who black girls code girls who code we really kind of try to reach into underrepresented communities and help them to to get there so actually through so the way i'd have the diabolical so it's a long story mm-hmm. so welcome welcome to my hell yeah. uh so diabolical <laughs> coffee not only did i do this thing of exchanging coffee at every event i go to but i do a daily run group at all these events and so every morning I go and I run 5K with a bunch of people. And same thing. Next, you know, there's like 40 people that show up. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get sued one day because someone's going to trip and, and, and I'm going to be like, yeah, Eric's the guy that organizes the run. But I ordered these, I ordered shirts and said Diabolical Coffee and, and had like a running logo on it. And I sold them through like Customink. You can do like a fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And between that and, and some mugs that I made, I actually raised $1,000. And nice. so we actually gave it and, and we sent two people to... Amazon reInvent. They had somebody else sponsored their flights mm-hmm. and they got free passes. And so we took care of their hotel because Vegas is cheap. And so it was actually kind of cool to know that 
we could literally just do what I was doing every day. And I, I empowered two people to be able to get to something they never thought they could see. That's okay. Amazing. So the takeaway here is if you drink diabotal, bio, ugh, I diabolical. can't say it. Diabotal. No. <laughs> that's, why I do the, bottle. that's why I do the, re, the ad read. Take, you do that. Take three. <laughs> so if you Let drink that, you'll, you'll, you'll have the, the energy of 10 people and be mm-hmm. able to do all the things that you just said that, that you do. Eric does. Yeah. You, oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah. You are one busy man. Yeah. And he's a uh, father. And yeah, yeah, I got four kids. So. Four? Four? Oh you need all that coffee. Gosh. Yeah. We need Which, to order some pounds. All right. Well, Eric, when, when you when you and I kind of reconnected a, 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 maybe a month ago, a month and a half ago, um, yeah. uh, I told you I was doing this Letter Kenny podcast and we started talking about many things. But then you mentioned the coffee. I'm like, oh, we could use a sponsor. How would you like? Uh, but so how familiar were you with Letter Kenny at the time? Uh, when did you discover Letter Kenny? I knew the name, mm-hmm. but I like just because I have a strange amount of, you know, weird trivia buried in this broken old brain of mine. Mm-hmm. And I, I do know a lot of like the Canadian acting scene mm-hmm. and the letter Kenny had come up and I was like, I had no idea. I hadn't actually like watched a lot of it. I saw clips and mm-hmm. I thought it's funny as hell. Yeah. And I, cause I forget how it was. I was looking up something with Jonathan Torrance and then I found mm-hmm. out that oh, yeah. had been a, a, a character in there. Mm-hmm. And, and then I looked through, I'm like, Oh wow, these are all folks that have actually kind of made their route through the, and now they do like Hallmark movies. So my mother-in-law and my, my wife, they love Hallmark movies. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah a lot and of laugh love. cause they're all, they're all filmed in flipping Vancouver. Yep. You know, I'm like, I said, I can live. That's where I used to live there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I point to the streets <laughs> that they, that they go on. Like, yeah, they, they say it's Washington. It's not. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I, I, I beat, I familiarized myself rather rapidly and I thought I was Canadian and mm-hmm. people make fun of the way that I speak. Although I'm fairly, I've kind of shaken my accent to a certain degree mm-hmm. talking so much on like video crap. Yeah. yeah. Well, I tell you, no matter how Canadian you feel, you watch Letter Kenny. Yeah, I feel pretty fucking American. Like when I came out of there, I was like, these guys are Canadian. Like these are, these are the salt of the earth and people. Yeah, so it was really good. How much Honestly. of it, how much of it have you watched? Oh, I, I've, I've caught up. Wow. <laughs> so I actually, I, I ended up watching it. just that. I watched the binge, the one season and mm-hmm. I caught up. I've, I saved it. I didn't watch the next episode yet. Cause oh. the podcast comes out. All right. Wow. So that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I tell you, of all the ones you pick, you pick Roberta Bondar. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't want to, I don't want to spoiler alert. You know I mean? Great. And this is what's funny. When you think that you pick up on some niche little weird Canadianism, mm-hmm. and I mean, just the fact that you can mention Roberta Bondar and, and do it in the way that they do, because I've learned that I, when you watch these shows, you start to say car and mm-hmm. you start to talk a little bit more <laughs> like you're from Eastern parts of the world. Uh, but it was funny, like the, the Roberta Bondar references. I'm a huge space nerd. My wife and I go to like rocket launches and, right. and we're all in on this stuff. So it's hilarious. I'm like, seriously, this is perfect. Uh, I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to test out your, your, your knowledge here tonight. How are you now? Fresh and old fashions with Roberta Bonder. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's lineup will be Victor, Matt, Tanya, Al, and our guest, Eric, will have the last word. Uh, Victor, how was your week? Uh, it's been a really busy week uh, work-wise. Uh, lots of early starts. I had a 5 a.m. meeting, uh, a few 6 a.m. meetings and uh, kind of going a bit late into the evening. So just, uh, uh, you know, uh, just the consequence of uh, having a global job, right? Mm -hmm. So talking to Korea one day, Australia the other day, and, you know, know, India. And anyway, 
So all over the place, but uh, so I've been just, you know, vegging out as much as I can uh, between that. Uh, Linda and I started watching a new show called Flaked, which we kind of didn't like when we when it started, but we're kind of getting into it mm. We're getting, because this new season just came out, so we're going to stick with it. It's, uh, what's his name, uh, who does Bojack? Uh, and I, Batman Lego movie guy. Um, I'm, I'm, oh, uh, jo, jo, uh, yeah, 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 Will Arnett, yeah, 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 him, yeah, the guy so with the him, voice, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he's he's the man. anyway. Uh, I'm not going to say too much about it. I, mm-hmm. It's it's a fun it's a fun show. Uh, I Flake. think. I, where where can that be found? Uh, it's on Netflix. Netflix, awesome, yeah. cool. So that's Matt, it. N- nothing else. Matt, how was your week? A hot week. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of running in. That's fun. Uh, I finally joined the uh, vaccination club this week. Uh, Congratulations! I have been behind, and and I'll and I'll admittedly somewhat resistant, but I uh, I did go out and get my my first stab today. Wonders. So Welcome that is under under my belt. Thank you very much. Uh, speaking of shows, uh, you'll be happy to know, Al and guys, that I got wifey and I got off the trash TV train that we were on for a very long time good uh, and got back into serious tv all right and we went and we have gone down and what we trashy are, serial are you watching well no 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 <laughs> i said we're off the trash <laughs> you're off the reality i didn't know whether you're just watching like replace it with trashy cereal no 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 no, no. we we, we, we binge watch a whole cereal. bunch of mtv <laughs> whole bunch of mtv crap for like months there we just didn't want to think anymore for a while and it was mm-hmm. fun um but we decided it's time to think again so we've actually we are full. We've already crushed a whole season of A Handmaid's Tale. Oh, wow. That that, is that's a heavy, dark. Yeah, I was going to say that's dark, some heavy watching. Dis, yeah, sadistic shit right there. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what? Like, if, and have you guys seen it? No. 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 Amazing storytelling. Yeah. I, I will say that. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. like I said, it is dark and twisted. Like getting through even the first episode, I mean, they do a really good job of more implying a lot of what's going on and not just throwing in, even though it's there, you know. You understand everything that's happening, but mm-hmm. it's not so like, I don't know. Anyways, it's a dark, messed up world they've created in this thing, but it's wildly intriguing. And the storytelling is top notch. So mm-hmm. I, I even when we got to the end of season one, I'm like, that was a brilliant first season for a show. Um, we've already uh, we're two episodes into the second season. I think there's four seasons. Um, so we're going down that train. So that's that's been fun. Yeah, so when, does, when does Gail show up? Yeah, I was going to say. I, we, I saw her. Yeah, there's yeah. actually a couple. Who did I, I saw? Gail and oh my God. There's, there's, there's probably a couple of Letterkenny uh, people in there. Yeah, it was Isn't a lot of Kenny. No, it's it's a it's like a, it's a drama. Drama uh, kind of a thriller-ish. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say much. It's just no. a, you read the read the synopsis. It's just a very dark, yeah. messed up world. T- Tanya and I know somebody who works on that production staff. Oh, really? Not it's on, it's, pheno- yeah. it's a phenomenally done show. Like it's mm-hmm. really, yeah. really well. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's a basically a world where um, majority of the population has become infertile mm-hmm. and they've come up with a really messed up way around keeping population going and keeping society going. Um, and, and, and a, basically a stature level thing. It's, I don't want to say much more, but if, if that interests you at all, it's really, really, really good. It's just brace yourself because it's it's fucked. It's pretty pretty serious. That was like, that was like when we watched uh, what was it, Westworld? Yeah, Westworld. Oh my yeah. god, that's yeah, up too. it's yeah. kind oh. of that level of messed up. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, really playing on your morals and and, uh, the, yeah. and yeah, we still and we we still haven't finished we that haven't last finished season. It, no. no, it's it's it, it it's, got really really twisted. And the pandemic <laughs> just kind of made things like you didn't want to watch anything that was like that dark or that heavy. You yeah. just wanted uplifting stuff. That's why we got into Ted Lasso and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> you went the other way. The, yeah, the Canadian origins of that one because it's a Margaret Margaret Atwood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, yeah, I want to watch it, but it, yeah, it's so far. It's it's yeah, it's it's such heavy kind of the subject matter. You know, I also yeah. I'm excited to to watch you know the next the new uh, season of uh, Dexter whenever that comes yeah. out. You don't oh get my God. dark at When's all. That yeah, Tanya, how was your week? Uh, uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not been a good week, but yeah. you know <laughs> that happens sometimes. <laughs> Work's been uh, very challenging, and uh, uh, we had uh, some sad news from a friend, and yeah, it's it's been a rough week, but. Uh, Tomorrow's Friday and mm-hmm. uh, we keep going. We keep going. Yeah, actually, Eric, you might know the the person, somebody, yeah, somebody the, close to us that that passed, and uh, oh wow, uh, oh, we'll talk about it offline. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, we got some bad news this weekend about yeah. somebody passing suddenly um, and uh, and you know like out of the blue. Um, so that was a heavy, heavy kind of weekend, uh, yeah. you know, book ended with me anyway, with a couple of appearances on other podcasts. I was on, um, Melbourne Jack's po- uh, community podcast on Friday, which was a lot of fun. And, uh, on Monday it was on uh, Podskier with our friend Dean Giles there. And we had a lot of fun on that one there. So I highly recommend listening to those, if not just so, to hear my sultry tones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and and work's been great uh, but yeah the weekend and the weekend we had great weather and we were we were enjoying every bit of it and then sunday night we got the the unfortunate news so that kind of sucked but uh anyway we have to move on yeah uh let's see here uh i know it's late tanya but do you need a coffee yes and <laughs> victor do you want a coffee i'd have a coffee matt would you like some coffee I mean, I'm surprised we're not having coffee right now. Great, because as you know, diabolical, diabolical coffee is being served. Now, see, I'm under the gun now because the owner's here. God damn it. It's now being served at the produce stand. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. Uh, you can order whole bean course and standard grind and espresso. And if you're like Tanya and me, uh, there's a K-Cup for, option as well. Uh, and for the duration of season six of our podcast, you can use the promo code produce stand for 10% off anything in the store and that's 10 off any coffee or merchandise and uh those those t-shirts really look cool so i'd, I'd maybe wait when did you say those were coming out in a week or two uh, yeah they'll be out in a week uh, mm-hmm. how, how what's the turnaround from recording to publish for this one uh tonight so, it'll, be, it'll, behind. it'll be up oh, at you're, midnight. you're like yeah okay you're you're fast <laughs> yeah i don't like i don't like editing so uh <laughs> better so, get it right the first time already. exactly amen to that <laughs> yeah. that's right Thank you, Diabolical Coffee. Thank you, Eric, for your support this season. And speaking of support, we have 17 new Twitter followers this week. So sit back and relax. Here we go. We have High Roller High Roller Games from Kelowna, BC, Nick Shannon from Gotham City, Lucas Robert Burke, Sean from Northern Virginia, uh, David from Kentucky, Shorzy Spirit Guide from your mom's house, Doug, Marla Singer <laughs> from Washington, D.C., Idaho Boys from Potlatch, Idaho. That's an actual place I looked it up. At Abbott Noel, Swingers Zone, Christy from Nashville, uh, Chris Stallman, Leslie Eardley from Ontario, uh, Darla from Columbia, South Carolina, Pod Threads, and Amanda Whitlock. Thank you for uh, following and for hopefully listening. 
Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode five of season six, Different Strokes for Different Folks. That episode got the lowest uh, rating we've ever had. Uh, not even <laughs> eternal optimist Matt could find his way to give it a fresh rating. Instead, it got clearances for Matt and Dennis and compost from Tanya, Victor, and myself. Uh, our scientific Twitter poll, really interesting here. Uh, it was a tie between fresh and compost. So the two extremes, 41.7% gave it a fresh and 41.7% gave it a compost and only Love, six hate relationship. Yeah. There. Only 16.7% were, were right in the middle. Uh, so this week we recap the season finale, which is called you, uh, Victor, have you done your homework? I have Matt. Have you done your homework? I did it twice. Well, <laughs> Tanya, have you done your homework? I did. I've done my homework and Eric, I hope you watched it. I, oh boy, did I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we start with the cold open. The three Hick males are sitting uh, on the back deck of the farmhouse, having a really deep and important discussion about how astronauts batch or masturbate in space. Uh, Squirrely Dan responds with, with immaculate's care. Uh, Derry adds that it would, be, it would go airborne if you didn't contain it. Squirrely Dan says that depending on the length of your mission, uh, if it's short enough, you'd probably, you know, get away with not mixing a batch up there. Derry says Squirrely Dan uh, might be able to get away with without mixing a batch, but he'd be mixing one every night or he's not sleeping. Uh, Squirrely Dan says that's that it's the kind of uh, I wrote this one so quickly the other night uh, <laughs> that it's kind of likes the way he needs to take a shower immediately after he takes a shit. Oh, it's because it's squirrely down with all the unnecessary yes. S's. The pluralization yes. is a killer. <laughs> uh, Wayne finally weighs in on the conversation. You'd cone it. What? Each spaceman's given a cone, put over your junk when you batch in space. You? So let's say you're in your space quarters. You lay on your back in your bunk, put the cone over your junk, and fire one up. And since it's zero gravity, your batch would float up to the top of the cone and remain there. Then what do you do with it? Each cadet's got a space disposal in their quarters, so we just throw it in there. That's not what they do. Most important thing is to obstruct the space cam in your quarters so that the rest of the space cadets don't see you batching. I'd imagine they'd give you a few cones. Probably just stick one of those cones over the camera. Exactly. Squirrely Dan has questions. He wants to know how Wayne acquired this knowledge. Wayne says he overheard some cadets talking at a bar in Cape Canaveral when he took Angie down to Disney the one time. Squirrely Dan asked if Roberta Bondars was there. Roberta Bondar is the famous Canadian neuroscientist and Canada's first female astronaut. Squirrely Dan calls her a fucking legend. Wayne confirms that she was there. Derry asks if the other guy was there. Uh, he can't remember his name. Wayne says the other guy had just left. Uh, Squirrely Dan says, can you imagine if North America's finest space cadets went up in, into outer space together? Uh, Wayne says they did and that Houston wanted them to go up again, but Bondar didn't want to. Squirrely Dan asks why not and Wayne responds that he doesn't think he'd want to know. But sure as they they's do's. Uh, Wayne looks around as if making sure he's not being overheard and then tells his story. And boy, is it a doozy. Both Bondar and his uh, and this other male space cadet weren't the only Amer uh, weren't only North America's finest spacemen. They were also planet Earth's finest space people. So Houston <laughs> wanted them up there together as much as possible. But they only went up there together because uh, they never went up there together because Bondar didn't. Uh, want to go back with him the guy was a bit of a guy's guy he played pranks and stuff and bondar was more of a senior and she didn't like uh, uh, have a lot of time for his shit but houston sent them up together anyway uh Squirly dan asks what happened next so bondar would be up in alpha quadrant keeping the captain's log likely at the events yeah and they'd all just come out of the yeager loop so she was a bit worn out yeah she wouldn't be at full bars but of course there's bondar still up there in alpha keep an eye out for wormholes and whatnot yeah I guess there he'd be down there in Beta Quadrant, floating around in space quarters. 
Bondar could see, so would Houston. I guess what he'd do is float off camera, pull his space pants down, grab his junk in a bunch in his hands. Big dinker ball? Sake, Derry. This is hard enough to get through without you stepping all over a story, Derry. Sorry, good buddy. So there he'd be, floating off camera. I guess what he'd do, allegedly, according to the cadets, <laughs> is dip just his junk back into frame. No. Apparently did it all the time. Where's Houston on all this? Houston thought it was hilarious. But Bondar didn't? Nope. Bondar did not. Jesus Christ. But I guess then what he'd do is he'd get on his comms. Allegedly. Just telling you what the cadets told me. He'd go like, hey, Bondar, check out Space Cam 6. No. Yep. She report him? Oh, she reported it. So they slap sanctions on them? Yep. Yeah, he got jacked up. Good for Houston's. Mm-hmm. The story continues as the two astronauts are still supposed to be up there another two months together, uh, but things only got worse. Remember what I was saying about Cohn? Yeah. I guess whenever it was Bondar's turn to clean Beta Quadrant, he would routinely batch and not Cohn it. Inexcusable. Well, I think Bondar would tell you that's an understatement. I think she would too. Now, she never expected to be floating around some spaceman's quarters trying to catch airborne ejaculate in a plastic vacuum bag when she signed up for space camp. No, they only tell you about omega particles in space camp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Derry's additions to the story are just too funny. Houston <laughs> aborts the mission and the astronauts return to Earth. So they bring Bondar in for a top secret meeting, airtight boardroom, pat down spawn entry, no cell phones inside. And they said, well, what do you want to do here, Bondar? Well, let them have it. No. No? No. You remember how I said she's old school? Yeah. Bondar says to him, she says, I'm going to be down at the bar drinking old fashions. The guy's going to get what's coming to him. Fucking buzzed herself out of the boardroom. Did he? Well done. One of them's up in space doing space activities. The other one's at a bar by Disney drinking old fashions. That woman is a portrait of class. She always has been. God bless his Roberta's Bondars. Now, you can't be especially sure those were even real space cadets at the bar by Kennedy that day on account of being so close to Disney. Disney. Could have just been playing pretend or cosplaying, like so many in that area like to do. But if they weren't over there spinning the yarn, fucking Bondar for prime minister, right? And cue the intro. Oh. Right. I know. Okay, Victor. <laughs> the longest cold open ever. That oh was fantastic. It actually, yeah. it, that is true. This is the longest cold open of any episode so far. Seven minutes, and it's a 19-minute episode, so it's it's a big part of this episode. Victor, what did you think of this cold open? Uh, I don't know that we can call it a cold open. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, it was it was good. I kind of wish they would just continue with that. Oh really? Uh, uh oh. Well, well, no, no. <laughs> okay. I, well, because because at, when I was thinking that, I didn't know mm-hmm. what was to come. I was just thinking, right? They're you know they're talking about space junk. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> they're welcome. Uh, and and so I thought. So I was hoping the theme would continue because, you know, that's, that's, you know, uh, my wheelhouse. Yeah. Down your alley and down Eric's alley too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I did enjoy it. I, I, it was a little goofy and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, from, from Derry's perspective, perspective, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. It was, uh, I was mostly impressed that if those space cadets are talking about, uh, you know, these made up make-believe stories that how how well they were informed of our our very own so Mm -hmm. so that was pretty cool matt what do you think yeah i I loved it Mm -hmm. i thought this was so much fun i mean we they've there have been some opens before where they've kind of rambled on on stories this one you know we talked about this is storytelling at its best (laughs) and he just did such a great job from from start to finish there just 
paying it. I was so intrigued. I actually, like I said, I, I rewatched the episode back to back, mainly because I wanted to rehear the space story at the beginning because there was a couple components. I'm like, I think I didn't catch that right. right. And I thought it was just brilliant. Like, like even, yeah, like you already called it out. Um, like Skrilla Dan and Derry's little add-ons mm-hmm. and little, little allegedly's and here and there. Like they just, they were both so into this. They want to know every detail. They're just weighing on his next words. And, um, and then just to culminate the whole thing on Bondar for prime minister, mm. like I, I, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was such a well-written open and I'm, I'm Victor. I kind of wish it kept going. I'm like, I could mm-hmm. just sit there and listen to this story go all day <laughs> um, because I was such a well-told um, opening. So I, I really liked it a lot. All right. Tanya. All right. Um, I'm going to have to say space stuff was not my jam. Um, so space jam, get it. This space jam. Yeah. <laughs> so, until Thursday. Try the <laughs> so to me, this really was the longest cold open ever. Like, okay, first off, I have never heard of masturbation called batching before. So oh, is that the new, tana, that's my tana Twitter, tana Twitter poll. poll. Um, right. I'm like, so, you call it jamming? so I'd never heard of it called a batch. And at the beginning, as they were starting to talk about this, they were kept on referring to batch. And I'm like, are they making pancakes? Like, what are we talking about here? I have to interject. Uh-huh. I had no, I had no idea what they're talking about. So I had to turn out, turn uh, turn to my wife and say, what are they talking about? And she explained it to me. <laughs> this is your masturbation. <laughs> not until, not until like the, coming into the end when of that conversation. When he's talking about floating space ejaculate. And then that's when he used the word ejaculate. And I'm like, she okay. So, wait, so but hold on. Wait, wait, wait. But both wait. of you, what were you thinking when they were talking, putting the cone over your junk? the alternative, yeah. right? Yeah. What, what was your version of this story? I wasn't wait. quite getting it. I was like, okay, batching, there's mm-hmm. a cone in involved mm-hmm. and they're gonna cover the camera so i'm like okay is that are we masturbating then is that what we're doing you got it and yeah, you got then it. and then they so i was kind of i was always i was i was uh, it was it was coming i was getting oh, there geez. but i didn't I, like i was still like what a cone why are we talking about masturbating in in space and and what there's like sperm is like all over the mm-hmm. place like and she's going to clean i'm like what is happening here like i i was i was confused about it mm-hmm. i i thought it was disgusting at the same time <laughs> yes okay yeah, funny. these are outer world problems mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm like, do you seriously? It becomes more intriguing when you think about it in zero gravity. <laughs> in zero gravity, and I get that. I've I've watched videos. Come on, of, these are guys who they before. spent a whole cold open on ants on sedus, and right. this, this is at least this made sense as you should. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, I I I wasn't quite picturing the whole thing, and mm-hmm. then I started picturing it, and then I thought, what? <laughs> and um, I'm like, do you really feel the need to masturbate when you're up in space? Anyways, and then if I'm you're thinking, up there long enough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a dairy. Let's get real here. But wait, 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 wait. So would you not treat that the exact same way as you would with urine? Mm. Like they have the vacuum seal baggies that you pee into and stuff. So would not. Now I need to look it up. Now I need the dark web. You got to do the search like on how, how to pee. Up how you to took it to a dark masturbate level there. I, exactly. I want to know yeah, the facts yeah. here now, people. I want to know it's how very it's very clinical. I don't, it wouldn't be in the movie. If you had to bring up the baggie yeah. and. Come on, Tanya. 
Logistics. <laughs> Logistics. <laughs> anyway, this cold open was uh, was up there with Anton Sidus. This one reminded me a lot of, of the sock hop story. Uncle Eddie at the sock hop where it just went on and on and on. It's such bullshit storytelling, but it was so funny. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, and oh, by the way, I feel like they really, really missed an opportunity here because apparently, and I looked this up, an, a, tra- a trainee astronaut is not called a cadet; it's called an ASCAN, which is <laughs> short for, for <laughs> exactly for astronaut candidate. So they could have had way more fun with ASCAN than cadet. is that legit? That's legit. I looked this yeah, shit up. Is, yeah. They 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 did not do the uh, proper recon on this one. No, no. And they also and they're also in Houston. They're not in Florida. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I looked all this shit up because first of all, I'm like Roberta Bondar had a problem with one of her. Yeah, none of that's true. Uh, this is all just <laughs> yeah. this is all just them telling their tall story, their tall tales. But uh, uh, it was it was fun. It, it it was long though, man. Holy was you know it long. what's the best though? This is the, the great thing about fun stuff on the internet mm-hmm. if you i just said i got intrigued but i'm like i'd love to see what's happening with roberta bondar right. lately yeah whether she made it to prime ministers or not <laughs> and so i i go digging around and i find a it's like a thread on reddit and it's like hey i met roberta bondar and i kid you not like 10 comments down and said was she crushing old fashions at the bar? <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah letter yeah. kenny fans are everywhere they're among us they, they hide out but but now that you've watched the show eric you're going to hear you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time you know in, the, in your next boardroom meeting hearing somebody say to be fair and and wanting to like respond in kind uh, uh or or you know yeah everyone everyone even tanya who start you know started off not liking the show uh, admits now to using oh God, yeah. all, all the it's isms. almost a fun game now i've been yeah. doing it at work too I, I let like if i'm having a conversation with something i produce an idea i'm like well just let that marinate a bit like i'm <laughs> i'm letting these things i'm using dialogue into my daily life as yeah. much as i can mm-hmm. um and it's a lot of fun to see if i get any reactions <laughs> erica what, what are your thoughts on the the cold open Oh, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, the I'm a big fan of of monologues. I'm a big fan of really like tight character conversations mm-hmm. and the how fast they parry back and forth. It's like it was like a Canadian version of Gilmore Girls. It was so cool because <laughs> yes. they are. Oh just man! Saying, right now, Letterkenny like, Reddit is is screaming because uh, yeah, <laughs> somebody who it's been made that comparison is made a few times and and yeah, some people don't like that. But go ahead, I agree. Just that the speed and the cadence. <laughs> to yeah. be able to have three folks that are just like bouncing off each other mm-hmm. and like, you know, whatever you say, allegedly, and like, <laughs> just like the, when you always throw those things in, I like, I, I learned this one too. Someone says like, ah, I remember I did drugs. I'm like, Hey, don't make you a bad person. You know, like what, like you just, you drop mm-hmm. these little weird, like follow on references and yeah. they're throwaways half the time, but that's what makes sitting around, you know, just drinking and, and mm-hmm. throwing cigarette after cigarette. You know, oh Yeah. And that, like that, that was a the, two the big throw down smoke throws. Did like you notice that? Are, that was a two cigarette story because I can't. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, when he when he threw the second butt down, I'm like, wait a minute, didn't he already do that? Holy shit, he went to two cigarettes. You, you got to wonder the continuity that they got to work out with. <laughs> right. like so I was looking I at it like technically, <laughs> right. like it's yeah. it's the funny thing is like it's it's wild. It's really nice, nicely filmed. Mm-hmm. Like they. I love the show. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan, having just recently discovered it. So, awesome. But yeah, we I have, mean, the story was. It was awesome. And like I said, you just, you, you walked out of the end of it going, he had the, like the most Canadian like recap ever. Like the, <laughs> it was, it was perfect. It was like every one of my Newfoundlander friends all just pouring out all at once. <laughs> <laughs> we come out of the themes with scene one out at the produce stand. The Hicks are lounging. Uh, Katie's with them. Wayne gets a video call from Marie Fred. 
Marie Fred uh, wants Wayne uh, insists that Wayne do something. He he's uh, he doesn't want to do it, um, uh, and we don't know what it is. But uh, Marie Fred insists, and her friend Marie Pierre has to see him do it. So Wayne finally agrees, as long as they're not laughing with him and not at him, which they totally are. Uh, Wayne hands the phone to Kate, Katie to hold the camera because whatever he's about to do, he needs his hands free uh, for the second verse. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z, C, complete. Je parle bien alphabet. Bien alphabet. Je peux le répéter avec les yeux fermés. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z, OK, C, complete. Oh, bravo. Merci. Bye. <laughs> Things we do for love, eh, big brother? Well, it's a keeper if there ever was one, bud. As Wayne sings the second verse of that, he he does it with his hands over his eyes. So that, <laughs> that's that's why he needed hands free. Marie Fred and Marie Pierre laugh at him. Squirrely Dan and Katie are also amused. Derry doesn't seem so amused. Squirrely Dan asks him why he looks in such a ba- bad way. I haven't talked to Anik in a bit. I haven't seen Annex in a fortnight. A fortnight. Who the fuck are you? What's she been up to, Derry? <laughs> I don't know. I do. You do? Yeah, I've got Annex on Instagram. She has an Instagram? Airball. Derry, you don't know about Annex Instagram? Katie, my butt cheeks are clenched up real tight right here. So whatever you're driving at, get after it. Okay. I love a girl who knows what she wants and gets it. And I love Annex. But her Instagram's, I, I mean, I love this too, but it's skanky. Uh-oh. Little skank Sinatra? <laughs> little skank Zappa? Skank Ocean. I'll bother. What are we talking about here, little Tom Skanks? A little skank Aaron? Skanklin D. Roosevelt. Can I see? Are your butt cheeks still clenched? Yes. <laughs> Katie hands uh, Derry her phone. Derry takes a look and is defleted, deflated. He sighs. Oh, that's a lot of likes. Uh, Derry wonders uh, if he should do something about it. Katie says, well, she hasn't called him and he's she's posting motherfucking sexy photos like three times a day. So perhaps uh, Derry asks Wayne what he would do if it were him. Wayne says he hasn't had to cross that bridge yet, but she'd be a shaky one. Squirrelly Dan adds that she'd be a dangerous one. Katie hands Wayne uh, her phone to have a look. Yeah, I have an eye. Yeah. 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 Oh. The words of Scotty Wallace, you. That's what I said. I said, you. There's no way the photos can be that real. You. Holy fucking you. Well, we are talking Y to the E to the double you. I'm looking at you. Come on, give me a big old you, boy. All right, big brother. Let's get out of here. Where are we going? You're not going anywhere. Yeah, you stay here. We got to go get, get something sorted. Wayne and Katie leave uh, to run their errand. And as uh, as they leave, Katie asks, where's Scotty Wallace anyway? Squirrelly Dan shuts out. He keeps poor company. Uh, Wayne and Katie are already gone, leaving Derry sitting there dejected. Squirrelly Dan doesn't notice. He's still yelling after Wayne and Katie. You know, it's kind of suspicious. There's a huge going off to someplace where he's not allowed to go to. <laughs> kind of makes a feller wonder. <laughs> I'm not going to ask any questions. Because I'm pretty sure I'll find out. Sooner rather than later. Derry isn't paying attention to Squirrelly Dan. He's still thinking about a Nick. Uh, he asked Squirrelly Dan if he thinks other people in town know about a Nick's uh, racy Instagram account. Well, Derry, we have previously established that bad gas does travel fast in a small town, but uh, I do believe racy photos travel faster. Oh, I'm getting hammered. We're out of beer, bud. You can come with me to Modine's. You don't have to ask me twice. 
uh, just a production note here. Scotty, Scotty Wallace, he's a real person. So he's a dog trainer from BC. Uh, he helps manage the dogs on Letterkenny. So, and he's known for exc- exclaiming you uh, to denote his excitement. And so he's being like, uh, so basically the cast is, they, they wrote a whole episode just to, to make fun of Scotty Wallace, this guy who's, who's in the cast. Um, just the way he says you. Uh, scene two at Modine's How'd three. How'd you find that out? I looked it up. Huh. Yeah. Dr. Google. Dr. Google. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, it's fine. I'm glad I did because I remember the first time I watched the series and watching this episode, I didn't get the whole, I mean, it was amusing, but I didn't know, like it, it, it kind of real reference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it kind of came out of nowhere. So actually knowing where it comes from actually makes it funnier to me. But uh, anyway, hmm. uh, scene two at Modine's three, Riley and Jones are at the bar with joint boy and Tyson. They're all looking at their phones and giggling. Uh, in fact, everyone at the bar is looking at their phones and uh, very attentively. Uh, then uh, Derry and Squirrely Dan arrive. Oh, fuck, Derry. We're Scotty Wallace and you need a big old you. I'll stop the world and melt with you. New York, I love you. Looks like she's just not that into you. I had gas travels faster than small towns. Sexy photos travel faster, boy. You. Which we have previously established. Derry, do you know how many dudes are jerking off to your girlfriend right now? You. Wait, I actually know the answer. You. 16.1 thousand. You. I wailed on it before I got here, but I'd wail on it again. You. I'm just hammering on it too. But Derry, you. Stuart and Roll joined the group at the bar. Uh, they heard the use and wondered where Scotty Wallace was. Uh, he isn't there, so they ask what all the fuss is about. Riley says it's over in Nick's Instagram. Stuart admits to having just jerked off to it, and Roald admits to having jerked off to Stuart jerking off to a Nick. Uh, so McMurray overhears the tail end of the conversation and hones in on uh, Roald's last comment. You're gay? Super gay. Yeah. <clears throat> just, uh, <clears throat> I'm not. I said from the start, <clears throat> very beginning, uh, <clears throat> you're one of them types that's, <clears throat> I love my wife, and, <clears throat> uh, you're a good enough guy, I, I ain't one again. <laughs> uh, just then, Gail pops up from behind the bar. She's just finished jerking off Dairy Sweetie's Instagram. Uh, they all wonder where Scotty Wallace is at. Squirly Dan once again proclaims that Scotty keeps poor company, but Jonesy says he's all, um, He's always good for a Y-E-W. Uh, the, bar in, in, uh, the bar erupts in a chorus of U's, and Derry just sits there, hung, head hung low, squirrely Dan trying to comfort him. Next scene, Wayne and Katie are walking through town. Katie comments that she can't believe Wayne's budget for this thing, whatever it is. Uh, Wayne pulls out his phone and asks Katie to listen. He calls Marie Fred. Mary Fred, what's that big cat running around Africa with all the spots on it? A leopard. Yeah, what's that fish bears like catching in streams? Um, salmon. Yeah, what do you like in your uh, ice cream bars? Almonds. Atta girl. You're driving up tonight, eh? Yeah. All right, well, go easy, Leadfoot. Okay. Shut down. Oh my god, get cuter. I didn't say the fucking words right. Right. Not that I have it all my damn self. Well, ready? Yeah. Pitter patter. Wayne and Katie uh, walk into the Letterkenny Central Credit Union. Next scene, back at the produce stand, a blue pickup pulls up the laneway. It's a Nick. Derry's sitting in his usual spot, alone. Bonjour. Bonjour. Ça va? Ça va, comme ci, comme ça. Juste comme ci, comme ça. Well, I haven't been able to get a hold of you for about a week. It seems that everybody in Letterkenny's jerk- jerks don't deserve your time. <laughs> Probably best I didn't say the word. Look, I won't be coming around <laughs> anymore. I wanted to tell you face to face. Well, why? Because you're Instagram famous now? No. Because I heard that doesn't have much of a shelf life, according to BuzzFeed. You're too clingy, Daryl. You need to learn to give a girl space. 
Oh, bother. And I'm working things out with Jean-Claude. I was impulsive in leading him, especially how I did. I got cold feet. We are none of us perfect. Oh, well. Does Jean-Claude know about your racy Instagram photos? Love is trust. And Nick leaves and walks out, uh, and out walks Squirrely Dan from behind the produce stand. Well, now's a hell of a time to be rocking a piss. <laughs> she comes by, says all them personal things, thinking you's are alone, but nope. No, I was here the whole time. I heard everything. So, hey, maybe now you can enjoy her racy Instagrams like the rest of us, you know, without personal feelings or insecurities seeping throughs, because, you know, because... You. <laughs> what a wrong time to like <laughs> to bring that all up. Scene five. Later that night, outside Modine's three, Wayne and Katie arrive. They both say, "Well, here we go." Katie but- buttons up Wayne's top shirt button and walks into the bar. The place is packed. Everyone's there, including um, Ronnie and Dax, the the skids, and McMurray. In- inexplicably, Rold is sitting on McMurray's lap. Uh, Tyson and Joint Boy are arm wrestling, and Gale, as Gail officiates while sitting on the table with one leg over each wrestler. Derry's sitting at the bar, looking sad with Squirrely Dan and and Bonnie, and then Katie joins them. I heard. Bad gas travels fast in the small towns. I love that girl, Derry, but it's for the best. What's for the best? Derry and his gal. Is gangsta alone? So Daryl's single? Wanna dance? Oh, this is a silver lining. Derry goes off to dance with Bonnie. Katie asks Willie Dan what he's looking at on his phone. It's a Nick's... Uh, uh, latest Instagram post. Uh, he shows Katie. They both yell you. Then they hear a you from the bar, uh, the end of the bar. It's Scotty Wallace. He's sitting with Ginger and Boots because he keeps poor company. Uh, just then, Squirrely Dan notices someone enter the bar. It's Lavina Dick. She spots Squirrely Dan and the two share a moment. Uh, cut to the outside of the bar. Wayne is having a dart. And then Marie Fred arrives. I got a ticket. Shocker, Leadfoot. Well, you just talked yourself out of something, Dark Fred. I got a question for you. Okay, ask me inside. It's cold. Marie Fred unbuttons Wayne's top button and then enters the bar. Wayne turns to follow, but not before he pulls a small box from his pocket. It's a ring, and we fade to black. All right, so that's the episode. Now, before we start with the discussion, uh, I just want to say, I know Matt you're, and Chan, Chan, you're going to be excited about this, but the, uh, the the Twitter poll we put out, should we continue with, with guest Victor's MVP game? Uh, we got, <laughs> here are the results. Uh, the the option, yes, but set some rules, got 30, <laughs> 35.7% of the votes. Uh, the option, no, he's gone too far, got 21.4%. And the option, yes, and no rules, Got forty two point nine. So I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> the, no rules. The, the people. No, have, that's target. That's targeted us. There's nothing to do with Victor. The, the, They're trying to fuck with us. The people this have is spoken. Mind boggling. No. I don't know what. All right. I got it today, though. The fans have I spoken. Got it you got it. I think I. I think I got it today. But um. All right. So so here's the deal. Uh, just for Eric's uh, benefit. <clears throat> We're going to talk about the episode. At some point, we're going to do an MVP where we say who the MVP of this episode was. Uh, and so, you know, you know, write down who you think was the best part of the episode, uh, but also write down who you, you think maybe Victor might have picked. And uh, that's that's the game because he doesn't usually uh, and, follow. And and just for the record, it's, it's like Picasso. Like, it's totally abstract. <laughs> it makes no sense. Half you, I don't know you what just, you're talking about, man. Can you just uh, say what Victor's last one was? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
So the last last episode, it wasn't a great episode. And so Victor's MVP was actually anybody who was able to sit through the entire episode. So not even a yeah. character. So in, not it gives doesn't you a flavor of where we're heading to, with yeah. Victor. <laughs> there's been fish nominated. There's been, yeah. So there's no rhyme, no there reason. Be. I stand behind every single one of my <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this episode. Victor, no ratings, just uh, your initial thoughts. Go. Well, I feel like we got a two for one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we, we really did. We, we have that cold open, which was an episode on its own. And then we got another episode mm-hmm. where you kind of, by the time you're, you're halfway through, you kind of forget about the cold open. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's a short episode, like mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And, and there was two like entire separate episodes in it so yeah i just for that you know it, it's 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 like uh toonie tuesdays or something uh so is a two dollar coin yeah yeah you have for to anyone say. not here in canada but toonie tuesdays was at the movie theater right yeah was that a movie for two uh, i think yeah. i think even kfc did one and taco KFC bell did, did. Yeah, yeah yeah KFC, yeah yeah it's it all but but it all started with two dollar movies back mm-hmm. when i was a kid yeah um but uh, yeah, no, I, uh, that's my, that's my impression. Like we got two, two beauties in one and, oh, okay. and they really were. And, uh, you know, both were enjoyable and uh, you were engaged throughout. Uh, there was lots of um, interesting characters and, and, and a couple of different plot lines. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. What did you think of the cliffhanger? I mean, if you want to call it that. Um, I guess I didn't really see it as a cliffhanger. No. Uh, I thought, and it wasn't a surprise. Uh, right. That's the thing. Like he kind of knew that that's where the, the you know, uh, it was going and mm-hmm. he just didn't know exactly how it will, um, uh, come about. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so that wasn't really surprising. Uh, it was just, oh yeah, that's right. That's mm-hmm. kind of how I felt when that happened. Uh, cause when, cause I was almost like a little surprised when I walked into the bar, I'm thinking, wait, what's happening? Why, what's, what's this big celebration all about? Cause it just came so sudden. Right. And I'm thinking there wasn't a build up to this. Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking about getting together and partying and stuff like that. So I kind of started kind of, um, uh, uh, recalling the episode just to see that I missed something. Right. right? Cause usually they, uh, they announce, Oh, there's something going on at Modine's. Yeah. Or, Are you going to go tonight or whatever? Yeah. No, this looks like yeah. it was just like a Friday night or something. So I was distracted by that. Right. And then, oh, and then at the end when the ring comes out, it's like, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. yeah, that was good. Matt. Yeah. This was a very genuine episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought like, I, I've already said about the cold open. I thought it was fantastic. It was long, but I didn't even care. I thought it was just so well written. Um, I enjoyed every minute of that story. And then we get into the actual episode and there were so many good things that happened. I mean, I'm totally in love with the Mary Fred and Wayne relationship. You know, call me a sucker for this kind they're, of shit. They're, they're so, they, so obscenely they, cute, aren't they? Oh my God. It's, it's, you melt. It's amazing. <laughs> like just him doing the alphabets and, mm-hmm. and Fred, it was like, it was perfect. And then him going back to her and her doing the, the Leopard and the Salmon, mm-hmm. like it was, they're, they're amazing. And I thought they, they really sold us. And I really loved that Wayne, that, that became Wayne and Katie's thing in this episode where they separated. And yes, Dan had his meltdown and it was 
awesome. Um, I think all the characters stepped up, but I really like that he included his sister in this um, because it's a big moment and it's a big thing for him. And he wanted him, wanted her by him by his side. So I thought the storytelling was. Or good. does he need her to co-sign because it was a big amount of money that they went to the bank to get? And uh, they maybe. I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't have taken it that way. Um, I just, I think he has a lot of love for his sister yeah. I and mean, he's a very loyal guy and um, this is a big decision for him. So I, I took it as he wanted her at his side and I appreciated that about him. Um, there was a couple of things. So the one I, I looked it up cause I was curious, but I, I won't be able to actually tell. So the, the Kim Clotier who plays Anik mm-hmm. and they made the reference to, you know, there's 16.1 thousand people i'm right. like i wonder if that's her actual instagram followers oh well, it's i think it's way more than that it's twenty nine thousand yeah. now but then i re- recognize that this episode came out mm-hmm. a few years ago so i wonder at the time if that was a if they were it playing on the their back act- machine it was real. right yeah i wish i could tell if that was the actual thing mm-hmm. um but anyways i thought there was a lot of like subtle hints and, and whatnot um some small moments i loved um the Scott, the Scotty Wallace thing was great. Was that actually Scotty Wallace? though? yeah, it's Scotty. So he appears like he, like, in the episode. Uh, that's the actual at, guy sitting at okay. the end of the bar with Ginger and Boots. Yeah, he's all right. He's that makes there. me happy. And I think um, he appears later on in another episode as well. So he. he all right, yeah. all right. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was a lot of good things going on. The wordplay, which mm-hmm. I know we've we debate sometimes when they get like the Skankzilla mm-hmm. and. Um, well, that, that one there, stuff. they didn't overplay it, that one. That oh, one was that's perfect. my point. Yeah, yeah they, they did it so well. Because, yeah, we've had episodes where we've hated it, where they've gone too far and it's just never ending. Yeah. They, they incorporated some of the best things they do mm-hmm. in an episode without overplaying it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. one small little thing I noticed that I, I had to go back and rewatch three times. Like, is that what he did? Do overalls all zip down? Oh, like I thought I the noticed same the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a great question. I have no idea. I, I, I actually, I, I'm not even kidding. I paused it for a while and watched it again. I'm like, he zipped that shit down. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, overalls yeah. did that. That's funny. But yeah. I don't know. Anyways, it was it was it was a lot of fun. I love this episode, Tanya. Um, so I'm so glad that you said what the whole new thing was about because mm-hmm. I wasn't quite catching why that was being said over and over and over again. I found it super redundant mm-hmm. and, and a little bit bothersome mm-hmm. um, as they just kept on going on it. But now that you've said that it's an actual person and that's exactly what he does and that they had him on the show, I feel so much better about that. And I would, wouldn't mind watching it again mm-hmm. because uh, now I know what the the detail is of that. Um Exactly what everyone else is saying. Um, the relationship with Marie Fred and Wayne, um, um, you know, the the ABC uh, song, uh, Derry clenching his butt cheeks. Super funny. <laughs> um, that that's just crazy funny. Um, Squirrely Dan um, calling out to Wayne and Katie again, just hilarious. And again, with um, him peeing behind the, the produce stand and then coming back around. Uh, hilarious. Now, th- the one thing that I do want to say. Um, so when they came into the bar, uh, in the afternoon and everybody's doing the whole you and Mm -hmm. looking at their phones and Gail's down on the floor and doing her thing (laughs) and comes up and she's like hot and heavy. She's just completed. Like I would never take a drink from this lady. (laughs) 
like ever. She she used a cone. Like she's just down there on the floor Is doing her word? thing. I'm like, good lord! Like wow, she has like a very high high top. She's like, a funnel. She, she <laughs> that woman is uh yeah she's 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 hot and heavy but uh yeah would never take a drink from her and i don't know how she's the bartender so that that thought crossed my mind what'd you think of the cliffhanger um there's two there's two cliffhangers there's uh uh squirrely dan's uh girl oh, with lavina yeah 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 i guess coming so. yeah. into to mm-hmm. uh, the bar and the the look across uh, the mm-hmm. room and seeing each other and uh, Wayne's cliffhanger. I wasn't surprised like everyone else was saying. Um, I kind of saw it coming, especially from the look in his eyes the last episode when they were dancing and that kind of yeah. sudden realization of how um, he feels. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't. Um, I, I was wondering why they were going into the loan uh, credit loan or something. They were, they were getting a loan at the bank or they right. were going to the bank. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure what that was happening. And then when the truck came in to the driveway, I'm like, Oh, he bought a new truck. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't quite <laughs> sure. I, so it was a little bit, I guess of a surprise, but, uh, kind of was looking for a big purchase and, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. All right. Um, I mean, I agree with everybody. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, that cold open, the the story. When I, you know, in the past when I've talked about earned cliffhangers, I mean, this one here was building up all season, right? Uh, Wayne, uh, relationship Wayne, his relationship with Marie Fred, his growing love and admiration for her right up to, and his, you know, he kept on saying she's a keeper, she's a keeper. So yeah, in terms of it being surpri- a surprise, no, it's not very surprising, but it's, it's so... I think we just have to put ourselves into if we were watching this real time and this happened, the cliffhanger, the, the part of, about this being a cliffhanger is that, oh, shit, now we got to wait a whole half year or whatever until we see what happens next. So. So, yeah, it wasn't one of those cliffhangers like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, he's going to propose. Um, so but I got a question for everyone here. Um, so now, like, given what we know up until now and, and Matt tried not to look far beyond this, um, who who's your favorite? ship for wayne is it tannis uh is it A- angie we don't really see much of is it uh rosie or or is it marie fred uh victor uh, i don't know i think it's rosie yeah i think she's she's i think her personality fits him the most mm-hmm. what about from, you? from what i've seen so far okay even though like they're they're ridiculously cute together him and marie fred yeah i, I that's yeah. short-lived yeah that's Matt? short-lived no, see, I'm, I think it's Mary Fred 100%. So Rosie was too much like him, and I don't mm-hmm. think, you know, sometimes that works, but I think relationships, when they really thrive, have a bit of balance. So there's the, the your, your counterpart pulls you out of your shell in ways mm-hmm. and, and, and brings out different characteristics of you that you didn't even know were there. So I think that's what Mary Fred brings to the table, and they play off each other really well, so... Hundred yeah. percent. My 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 problem is that they still look like they're in honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. and you can't you can't tell based on that. And mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying. Yeah, fair enough. Ten. Um, yeah, I think Tannis and him, um, they they had a lot of heat with mm-hmm. each other, but um, they were absolutely going to burn each other if if that continued going. Um, his second relationship, um, there was just no sizzle. There was just like, with, uh, with Rosie. Yeah. With Rosie, mm-hmm. there, there was no, again, um, just like Victor saying they they were too much alike. Mm. Um, 
And uh, I think Marie Fred, hands down, I think that they are um, the the better of the three relationships. But I question whether or not that's going to stick. I, I think she'll probably say no is my guess. Okay. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a big Rosie fan, uh, but but I do admit uh, you know, Marie, Fred and Wayne do make an uh, uh, obnoxiously cute couple. Uh, Eric, what did you think of the episode? Uh, this is it was a beautiful picture of everything that you remember about why, you know, what you what we grew up mm-hmm. with in these small towns. And it was like I said, I'm a big fan of the long, cold opens. Mm-hmm. Simpsons writers do this style mm-hmm. where like the the throwaway bit is actually the whole theme and it's 20 of the 30 minutes. Right. So it's actually really neatly done as like a, the way it was written was well done. And the, you which like just drives you nuts. Like you said, Tanya, yeah. if you don't, everybody has this thing where like some, but you know, we would like, I went to reach for a hammer one time. I'm like, give me the, uh, the, the, the fucking action thing, the action, whatever. <laughs> and that was it for four straight days. Everyone's like, Hey, can you grab, hand me the action? And you're like, whatever was nearby you was like, just, all right, cool. Give me the action. Give me the action. And it was funny as hell. And then on the fifth day you were like, okay, I get it. Yeah. We're done with that joke. Like, so that's like the Scotty Wallace was yeah. like always, everybody had that week long thing mm-hmm. that was fantastic. Also the fact that, Derry gets unloaded and the, and Bonnie just says, Hey, Oh, do you want to dance? Like that's, that is the fast turn mm-hmm. of rural relationships. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that well Anna put. got well unloaded yeah. in like with zero, like I just, it was, it was so perfect. I, I, I love. Yeah. This. She was very clinical with her dumping of it. Uh, yeah. With, with yeah. the dumping. It was pretty. I think she handled it really well. Like mm-hmm. she, I mean, he couldn't face really. Yeah, face to face. I yeah. mean, she she called it what it was, told him what was wrong, and also was very honest about where she went wrong even before coming into there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like it or hate it, I, I think she 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 covered all her angles, nope. so she Stand could up. walk away with a with a clean a clean slate and go, I'm 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 good. And also, just the fact that, of course, of course, is Jean Claude. <laughs> uh, it's always like I love the like classic French Canadians like Jean Claude Jean Francois Marie Fred like they slip it in mm-hmm. and it's like I love that the accents are mixed in that's what's funny about like <laughs> all these like rural like northern Ontario towns mm-hmm. that's what they are like there's people yeah. that speak like fluent franglais yeah and franglais, it's, yeah. it's hilarious because they've got these incredible like these guttural like like Jean Chrétien people always he's a lot of, like Jean Chrétien he, he always sounds like he's got like an ice cube in one side of his mouth and he's slurring <laughs> he kind of looked that way too well yeah it's, and so people would say like oh well but that's I mean, that's because that's how he speaks in English. I'm like, no, his French is just as bad. It's, a, <laughs> it's just you can't understand it. But yeah, so that was classic. Uh, I mean, like I said, it was just it, it was the fact that like, yeah, he keeps poor company. You know, <laughs> those little thematic things were it was such a perfect play. And like you said, two cliffhangers, mm-hmm. one that, you know, is going to go well and mm-hmm. one that you're pretty sure won't. <laughs> Because I'm, there's got to be a hook. There's got to like the like you said, Marie Fred. There are there are a good mix, but is there going to be something missing? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, her friends definitely was like, oh, he talks funny. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can tell that she may love him, mm-hmm. but her life around her may not. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Oh, that's a good point. Well, point. Yeah. 
Uh, so you say you've, you've watched them all up, up to, to this episode already. Yeah. I caught up to that. I caught up just that season. So I got to now go way into the, into the way back machine and start from season one. And I caught a couple, I just like went mm-hmm. to look at some of the backstories again, mm-hmm. cause I'm a, I'm a research nerd. So I was actually <laughs> like tracing where the actors came from and mm-hmm. all the stuff like that. So, and so it's, so I, I mean, asking you which ship you prefer, you you wouldn't really have the. I back, don't have no, enough no. to uh, to go back to, unfortunately. All good, all good. All right, Victor, uh, what rating do you give this? Oh, are you guys ready? Did you uh, write it down? Did oh, you, right. Uh, well, right. Well, we're doing ratings now, not not MVP yet. He's done. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm all over the place. Uh, <laughs> are we ready to rate? Is that yeah, yeah. Go doing? for it. Yeah. So, do you give this a uh, fresh clearance or compost? Oh no! You have to give this one a fresh, no oh, doubt. Wow. Uh, yeah, no. This, this, this was. There was everything was good about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even the breakup was good. like it, it was a feel good episode. There wasn't really anything to feel sad about. I, I'm, I'm of the two cliffhangers. The one that I'm most uh, excited about is uh, Squirrely Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, you know, you just want to give him a hug, <laughs> and and uh, uh, and and so I'm really looking forward to uh, see where you know what happens next. Um, this one's a fresh, uh, no doubt about it. Matt? Yeah, if you could just go ahead and, and actually edit everything he just said and just loop it twice, <laughs> and then a fresh. Wow. You know, it, it's, I'm, I'm fully aligned with Victor, even down to the uh, looking forward to the uh, – oh, my God, what's the what's, – what's the Cliffhanger? The, Dan, the Dan, that Dan's into. What's her oh, name? Oh, Lavina. Lavina Dick. Lavina Dick. Dick, thank you. Well, there uh, yeah, I'm lo- I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more about that story and uh yeah, I mean, he everything he said, I I completely agree. So it's absolutely a fresh. Well, there was a solar eclipse today or was it yesterday? So it, <laughs> that would explain why Matt and Victor are in, are in such agreement. I'm, I'm also 3 no, 4. <laughs> three, I'm a few beers deep. <laughs> Tanya, what did you think? Or what's your what's your rating? Um I was coming into this going to give it um clearance. Um, but what? now that shush, <laughs> now that you've explained the whole you, because that was like getting tiresome. Now really? That, that was it. That was what changed. You know what? Really I completely, good. like I said, the first time I saw this episode, not knowing that background, I got annoyed with a you and, and cause I didn't understand it. Why, why is that funny? Why? I had no, did I miss something? I went back. I couldn't. Re- so only until I, I read. Okay. You yeah. can, you can support your wife. We're okay <laughs> with this. Yeah, no, right. but I, I know exactly where she's coming from. I, I enjoyed this episode way more this time through than I did the first time I watched it. It was just, it was, it was just so repetitive mm-hmm. and, and it was just played to death and I couldn't understand why on earth they just kept on doing it over and over again. So, uh, now that I understand that, and now that I understand that batching is masturbating, um, <laughs> um, you know, that, that, uh, brings the, the, um, the, 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 the rating up. And I'm going to give it a fresh. Wow. Wow. Hey. Three freshes. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> Down to me. I'm going to say this. So this season's been very different. We were warned that this, you know, these seasons were going to be different and they're, they're less jokey. Like these episodes yeah. aren't as funny as, as seasons three, four, and five. Um, they're more story driven. And uh, so I, to you know, um, I have to acknowledge that. And, but I did enjoy this again way more this time now, like knowing the background of the you and, and Scotty Wallace. I never, I, I didn't understand that the first time. Uh, and 
yeah, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to make it a unicorn. I, I give it a fresh as well. I think is a great episode and a great way to end uh, this season, which was, was a very uneven season, but it was yeah. a strong ending. So, uh, Wondrous. definitely oh a unicorn. I regret nothing. So, uh, Eric, uh, th- that was a unicorn. We got quorum, four freshes. Uh, the the uh, the pressure's off of you. Doesn't matter what you give it. It's a unicorn in the books. Uh, but just so just so you know what the rating system is here, because it is a produce stand, we have fresh, which is the best clearance, which is, you know, on its way out, and then compost, which is obviously uh, rotten. Uh, what do you give this episode? I give it as five out of four. Wow. Uh, we're going to go with fresh. <laughs> wow. We, so this is the funny thing too. Again, I, I thought, I think of it because I'm a technical nerd on this shit. <laughs> so you, we've already, we've wrapped up to the end. Do you remember that Roberta Bondar was in it right now? You forget, right? Yeah. That's the most fantastic way to write a show that the two thirds of the show was about Roberta fucking Bondar. Exactly. And then you have no idea that Roberta Bondar was there by the time you get to the hook. And it's a and short episode too. It's 19 yeah, yeah. minutes. It wasn't, so yeah. <laughs> to be able to actually steer your attention that way. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Scotty Wallace, God bless Scotty Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, yeah. if you follow Scotty Wallace on Instagram, it's uh, it's all just videos of him walking his dogs through the mountains of BC. <laughs> That's all it is. Like he's got nothing else to do with the show. He's a dog handler. That's it. It's weird that he's like, yeah. Yeah, but, I know. So it, I, definitely, this was uh, <laughs> this was all fresh, all fresh. This is uh, this is good stuff. So, awesome. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. All right, uh, we'll move on to top fives now. Victor, does this uh, dethrone any of your top five? You know what? I, it, we're too many episodes in for me to uh, to know them off by heart. Um, I feel like it belongs, and I feel like it could belong in a top five. Really? I'm just not sure what it would what it might dethrone. You want me to r- rhyme them off for you? Yeah, sure. Okay, so number one, you have Dick slip out. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's going to stay there for a long time. Number two, <laughs> number two, relationships. Uh, yeah, that's that's the winner. Number three, spelling bee. Number four, oh, ta- talent show, and then number yeah. five, fuss in the back bush. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's put this slot this one into number five. Number five. All right, yeah. it makes your top five, Matt. Doesn't it's a top ten for sure, mm-hmm. but um, my I, my top I think my top five is quite solid. Yeah. All right, Tanya. Uh, n- no, it doesn't. Fart touch book. My five. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Fart Book yet, Eric? No, he has not. Oh my no, god. No, no. So this is that now. I got to, I got to go to school. <laughs> you can you can skip that one. Don't worry. No, no. It. I want to hear Eric's uh, um, review of it. Yeah. We'll have to have a month. You know what, Eric? In in two weeks, we're having our uh, Ag Hall Social, which is uh, we're, we're inviting. We're going to do uh, a video or with all of our listeners, not all of our listeners, but we're inviting any listener to come and join us and we're recording it. So if you're available for that, uh, it's actually uh, it's not we, we talked about it today. It's not going to be on Thursday, July 1st, because that's Canada Day. Uh, we're yeah, going right. to do it on Wednesday instead, June 30th or 30th. whatever, last day of yeah. June. So uh, if you want to join us then and let us know uh, if, if you've watched any more of it and let us know what you thought about Fartbook, it's it's episode three. So it's it's, you know, you have to start with one and two right. to know more about the skids <laughs> yeah. and then 
Number three. All right. Because you're still going to hate that, it. Yeah. No. <laughs> and and, yeah. and don't judge and don't judge a book by its cover anyway. or a, or a show or, or, or an episode. by. Speaking title. of judging a book by its cover, different strokes. I'm changing it. My uh, vote. Oh, to yes. Clearance. Tanya has uh, has has d- I decided. thought on it a lot and I'm changing to clearance. So hey, she's, she's, welcome to the club. She's upgrading yeah. her compost to a clearance from last week. Yeah, that's good. That doesn't make any sense. And it's <laughs> funny. I want to make a quick comment. Follow the science. It's about following the science. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Data informs your decisions. Yes. No, no. I, got- I made that decision uh, before I knew what the 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 poll was. Yes, she ah, she she yeah. she actually the day after she's like, you know what? I think I might have judged that one a little too harshly. Yeah. And uh, and so so I can attest she I she did. changed her yeah. mind early on. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I gotta laugh. I gotta make a quick comment. Um, Almec gives us too much credit for our production conversations. <laughs> you just made a reference to how we moved the Ag Hall Social from a Thursday to Wednesday. We had a discussion about this earlier. Al wrote a note to us. I wrote the word sure. Victor followed with a thumbs up. And that was the extent of our conversation. Yes, well, that's technically a conversation. Technically, Allegedly. that is a dialogue. Allegedly. <laughs> um, all right. This does not make any of my top five. My top five is solid. And, and this one here was good. It was it was a fresh episode, maybe a top 10, but nowhere near my top five. Uh, Eric, I mean, you've only watched uh, this season, so I, I'm not expecting you to give us any top uh, episode or your top five. But you, you, you've watched uh, season six. So any of them stand out to you? Well, like I said, this one, I I was like ripping through everything. This one, because I actually watched it twice Mm -hmm. because I wanted to, and like I said, this, actually, this one stood out very, Mm -hmm. very well. Like I said, because like the technical side of it was kind of neat. If you ever watched one of my favorite uh, shows ever is Eastbound and Down. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Danny uh, McBride. And uh, so funny. I forget who his writer is, Adam McKay or somebody McKay. Anyways, they do their writing partners and he works with Will Ferrell all the time. And Eastbound and Down, the first episode of Eastbound and Down had this feel to it. It has that same cadence where it's just like dumb country shit that gets said (laughs) and you totally relate to it. And then it's thrown away Mm -hmm. like there's nothing contributes to the (laughs) storyline until and that's the best thing. So you can watch it as if it was the first episode. And then you could say that was the greatest series I've ever watched. Right. And one thing about Eastbound and Down I stopped watching it after the fifth show because then they started having like character development. I'm like, ah, no, they're going to wreck it. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I, it I did go fan. downhill a bit. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, so what I enjoy is that Jody Hill, there you go. Speaking of Hill. Uh, yeah. Who one of the other writing partners. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're, if you're into the, the nerds of writers, but <laughs> this is, it's a show that you can watch it. You didn't need to know who anybody was and you wanted, you just are like, all right, cool. I can watch that again. All right. I'll have to check it out. I've heard of it, but I've never actually, uh, it's on my list way down on my yeah. list. Maybe I'll have to move it's it It's the DGens from Upcountry is what that show is all about. Oh, is it? All right. Interesting. Okay. MVP time. Victor. Who or what? Oh, hold on now. Oh yeah. Write down who you think Victor, uh, what, uh, what was mine? I had the perfect MVP and now I forget. Um, for you or for me? No, for you. Oh, uh, <laughs> you. Okay, well, why don't you why don't you warm us up with with your preamble? Because I'm sure you have one. 
I, I do. Uh, so, so, you know, this, this was a tough one because for me, there's, there's, there's three very obvious choices. Uh, you know, my, yeah. So, so if we're kind of look, <laughs> they're only obvious to you though. Go. <laughs> no, no, th- this is, this is going to be more conventional. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so you recognize so, it, you know, so for me, so, <laughs> So, so if I'm going to kind of look at it in terms of the three stars of the game, the third star for me is, uh, it's gotta be Scotty Wallace, right? Because he's the one that gave us the phrase, Mm uh, and, 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 but, but it's still, but that's not the big bang. Mm -hmm. Uh, then, then number two is, you know, I'm sure one of you goofballs is going to, uh, scream out squirrely Dan, but the performance he gives in this one, it's just, he's the glue. Like he's that secret sauce of this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I mean, though, all those little interjections and, and then the, the main, the, the main scene in front of the fruit stand as, as, um, uh, you know, Wayne and, uh, Katie are walking away. I mean, that was just so brilliant. By the way, did you have your subtitles on while when he gave that final little yell? Because I have no idea what he actually said. He said, "Bad, bad cast travels fast in a small town." Like he, but yeah. in his squirrely Dan kind of way. Oh, is that okay? Because yeah. yeah, all right, yeah. I was I, uh, okay. Good. Anyway, so he uh, <laughs> he he gave just uh, you know just an incredible performance. But mm-hmm. but the true the first start of the game, the MVP has to be a Nick's uh, Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I and, thought and I had just, it. Just, I just thought I had it. And, and, and my, I mean, oh, you know, that's, that's what got everybody off in the episode, right? That brought, <laughs> that brought everyone so joy. True. That true. A character. That's a good yeah, catch. Yeah. So, so there, it's so like there you go. It's the rosebud of the, of the episode. All right, we'll that's, see. That's, that's, sure. I'm normally okay. good at games, but this, this one sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you're so bitter all right Be- okay matt before you give yours what did you have down for well, victors? well I, I had the same thing that i was that i was putting oh, okay in. all right give it give we were yours. already aligned on <laughs> other so much else this episode yeah. and he did call it out in his top three mm-hmm. and it was i was clearly scotty wallace oh okay i thought it was okay scotty wallace makes no. uh, makes sense yeah uh tanya <laughs> she giggles <laughs> Oh, you guys. Um, okay, so mine is going to be Derry clenching his butt cheeks. <laughs> Are we all just turning into Victor now? Really? <laughs> Derry's, Derry's clenched butt cheeks are the star. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you still clenching your butt cheeks? Like, is We're she losing it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was we'll, we'll just to, too we'll funny. We'll have to run to the me. poll again in a few, maybe uh, next season. It was between the, okay, and, and mine for Victor. I thought it was either going to be the butt cheeks, too. Like, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, that's just, yeah, okay. Uh, or it was, um, Squirrely Dan coming around the corner again from pissing behind the uh, produce stand. Yeah. Zipping down. Picked a, mm-hmm. picked a hell of a time Zipping to be down. rocking a piss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So I I thought I had it. I thought I had Victor's uh, MVP. I thought it had to be Roberta Bondar because holy fuck, Ooh, right. Roberta Bondar for prime minister. And you know what? It makes so much sense to me that actually that's going to be my MVP. I think she... <laughs> that she she's a star of that cold open and that cold open is like seven minutes of an so uh, that's mine but i'm surprised you stayed on that after what eric said because he made a really good point because she was yeah. such a star in the first third of the episode mm-hmm. and we lost her yeah and we never heard from her again 
Sure yeah. Lost in space. <laughs> All right. No, I'm sticking to it. I'm uh, Roberta Bondar gets my MVP. Eric, I think I'm starting to rub off on you. I know. Tell me about it, Eric. Uh, first of all, did you have a guess? Oh, it should have been the batching. Did, did you, did, uh, I. I, I went with the somewhat obvious, although at least I pulled him in. It was number three on the on the list. I did put Scotty Wallace. Oh. Because I thought he, he did deserve. Mm-hmm. Well, he got the honorable mention of the third star. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I I took a run at it. I figured Victor <laughs> may pick it up as a you know just to sneak in on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, oh look, it's like you said. I I think that. That uh, squirrely Dan, that, like I said, that was my favorite moment. It's just that everybody's got that buddy that you pull over on the side of the road because you got to get something done. And then one guy just runs into the shrubs and he comes running back all excited. <laughs> oh man, you know, I picked a hell of a time to be rocking a piss. And, and like, that was it. That was everybody that I grew up with, you know, just <laughs> hey, hearing didn't you grow up with Al half, half <laughs> hearing a conversation <laughs> and then making comments on it. So that was, that was the star. So there you go. Screwly Dan's rocking a piss was, uh, was my choice for the top. Very good. Very good. All right. Uh, let's see. We're moving on to listener comments. I only have one here of note. Uh, this was a, a, in response to the, 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 the Twitter poll about Victor and, and his MVP game. Our buddy, Michael trail said, I, I enjoyed this episode. So Victor is my MVP. Uh, so there you go. You got, you got, <laughs> your fan club there victor well done stop enabling him folks (laughs) it's only gonna get worse (laughs) all right uh today was a very very big letter kenny news day uh if you were anywhere near twitter today uh we got a ton a ton of pictures uh, from uh, all the cast members, they've all assembled. Today seems to be the first day that they've assembled to shoot seasons 10 and 11. I mean, world's, world's worst kept secret. We knew this already. We knew that they were going to shoot both seasons now. Uh, and so we got pictures from Michelle Milet, uh, sh- uh with uh, with the skit with um, uh, Stewart and Rold and 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 uh, Gail and and uh, Derry in one picture. We got some posts from Roll. We got we, everyone. Everyone was posting today. Uh, shots from I think they, they they call it summer camp because it's like they get together and and if it's got that kind of vibe, <laughs> uh, so that's really exciting. Uh, but but even more exciting, even bigger news. Well, I know Matt, you're like, eh, is it really though? I think a lot of people are excited about this. <laughs> Bell has announced a Letterkenny spinoff series, uh, and it's going to be uh, based on Shorzy and and his and his life. So here's the description that Bell posted for this: From the team behind the smash hit series Letterkenny comes its first official spinoff, Shorzy, created by created, written, and starring Jared Kiso. Directed by J- Jacob Tierney, so it's the same same team that did Letterkenny, and uh, produced by New Metric Media in partnership with Wild Brain and Play Fun Games. Uh, in this new series, Shorzy joins a senior triple triple hockey. That uh, was a senior triple hockey team, triple A hockey team in Northern Ontario on a quest to never lose again. So interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they pull this off because while well, Shorzy, you don't see his face and it played by Kiso. So how are they going to do a whole series where the main character never reveals his face? Are we going to get a whole yep. series of Wilson from Home Improvement? And where yeah, are we'll they? Be at the at the sock in reverse. Yeah. Or, or is, <laughs> what network is is it going to be? It'll on be on the, Crave. So because it's so oh, it's about Crave, Bell so. Media. Okay, so, so I was going to say that will really if if it's. Uh, you can't have. Yeah, you, it's on Hulu down here, down right. in the states. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. Plus, he's only tolerable in short doses. I, I yeah. can't imagine this. I know. I know. It's gonna. Like, it's like straight up. First off, fuck you, Shorzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm skeptical. I mean, I'm sure it'll be. I mean, they're amazing writers, so yeah. I'm sure yeah. there's some really cool They'll stuff. But yeah, I'm skeptical of this one. I agree. I mean, he's great in short doses, but to lead a lead a series. Mm-hmm. I, I'm nervous, but I'm 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 hopeful. There's been a little yeah. bit of a discussion in the Twitter DM group of what this might look like. I I, I wondered like I wondered out loud and, and got shot down pretty quickly. It could be like a young Sheldon where it's Kiso narrating as as Shorzy, but maybe they have a younger actor playing Shorzy, and because it's a different actor, they can show his face because it looks like it's when Shorzy was younger. You know that that could be the loophole. Um, hmm. but, uh, yeah, that, that wasn't a very, uh, well, it says starring Jared. So. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah. young Sheldon is technically starring what's his name from, uh, from big bang, even though he's just a narrator. So I, I wonder, I wonder if he's going to be falling off bikes a lot. <laughs> yeah. If a lot of questions. Well, I don't know how, how young he is. Right. Yeah. Uh, do they show his face? And yeah, and yeah there's a lot of questions. And you're right. That. that, that voice carrying a whole series, that would be kind of grating. So it'll, yeah, it, it, We'll see. We'll see what, what skeptical. It, you're skeptical. Hopeful. Yeah. So but I'm excited because once we, we catch up to all the episodes uh, and we're waiting for the next Letter Kenny episode to drop, hopefully there's going to be some Shorzy episodes we can continue reviewing with, with the podcast. So, hmm. uh, you know, fingers crossed that the timing of that works off, works out. Uh, and that's all I have uh, for what, news. Sorry. What was the time frame for that coming out? That's a good question. They haven't said where, when they're going to start writing or shooting. So It'd I don't have know. have to be. Yeah. So maybe it'll. It, yeah. Given they got two seasons to do and then get into post, it's going to be probably after. Be yeah. I wonder how after. long it will take them to uh, do the, the two episodes or two seasons. Well, so the use the, the old schedule used to be they'd, they'd put out a season on Canada Day because that's uh, Jared Kiesel's birthday. Big surprise. Nice. His birthday's These fucking my right. wife's birthday yeah. as well. Yeah. And then hmm. they put out the second season on Christmas. So they put out two seasons a year, Canada Day and Christmas. But because of the pandemic, that, that all got thrown right. off kilter. And I can't see them. Well, they're just shooting seasons 10 and 11 now. So it's not happening Canada Day. So we may be looking at season 10 at Christmas again. Uh, so it's a long wait. Um, but, you know, uh, it'll be worth it, I'm sure. Because uh, the, the, they've had two years to write these scripts. So uh, yeah, right. fingers crossed. It should be brilliant. Um, all right. Final thoughts. Victor, what do you have? Uh, well, wow. Uh, great comeback after uh, a disastrous uh, <laughs> uh, week last 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 week. Uh, so uh, grateful for that. And uh, and I guess our, our next one is going to be uh, what I still contest is episode zero of season seven. Oh fuck off! Uh, but but anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, so so but that's all right. Uh, uh, Eric, uh, what an incredible uh, guest! Uh, I think you're now competing with Dennis, uh, as uh, you know, also having a very eclectic uh, set of hobbies and interests. So that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing uh, your guitar collection and mm-hmm. uh, learning more about, uh, uh, you know, uh, what you're doing kind of next time. I'm hoping that you'll be back and uh, next time we'll hear some more stories. So thanks for uh, for being with we'll us. Turn today. the mics around next time. I'm going to bring all you folks onto my show and then yeah. we can uh, we can throw it down. It's a lot less, uh, lot less organized. Oh, <laughs> you call this organized? Wait, all right. You can come back anytime. Uh, the Matt. only one organized here is Al. He, we, the rest of us just show up. <laughs> yeah. Matt, what do you have? Uh, yeah, Eric, thanks so much for supporting our show. Uh, really appreciates that. 
Um, I'm so glad you came on. You were a fantastic guest. Um, I mean, for this season, this was a lot of fun. And I think, I know there was a lot of disclaimers early on about this season being more story driven. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I look back at my track record on the season, I'm pretty sure I gave four of these, four of the six episodes fresh. And, uh, it was a lot of fun and you know, it's, I'll make a reference. I'm not a sports guy. Al, you know, this, mm-hmm. uh, but that said, some of my favorite movies I've ever watched are sports movies because you take a sports element, you add a wicked story behind it. I love it. So they've got amazing writers on this show, some great talent or amazing talent. I'll say, I'll keep the tone <laughs> and you add a bit of extra story behind it. And I loved it. I really enjoyed this season from start to finish. I mean, there are a couple of hiccups, but you know, I won't hold that against them. And uh, I'm looking forward to what's next. All right, Tanya. Um, I, I repeat what the, the boy said, um, Eric, thank you so much for coming out. It was so nice to see you. It's been a long, long time. It's been forever. I know. Can, can I, can I say the story now? Can I please, please? Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. Really? <laughs> yeah. Come on. This is okay. Anyone who, uh, a few episodes back, Tanya shared a story with us of a job she had, uh, where, uh, she was like, you were a receptionist or what, what did you do at that company? I was reception receptionist. Sure. It was a headhunter, right? Eric? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. She so was everything. She she is the glue that kept that office. <laughs> yeah. So Eric was was Tanya's boss. Uh, at, well, Eric and his partner were Tanya's boss, and Eric's partner's father was the uh, the owner and proprietor of the operation that was happening in the back room that Tanya uh, alluded to, <laughs> that where she went to go have her smokes and 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 uh, and read some choice material. So uh, just just to kind of put all the pieces together. So uh, that's how far back Eric. There's a small world that we're in. We had interns. We actually had like legitimate interns from Seneca College who were <laughs> there for like technology, and we had them like building tiles and office furniture. <laughs> like we, it was the most bizarre misuse of interns. Every single one was like, every student we had that came was into, they're like, can we come back? This is amazing. Like, we just sat and drank all day, nerded out computer stuff and then tiled floors. It was, it was bizarre. This was a lot. <laughs> I just remember all the faxes and, and the oh, fax God, machine yeah. and, right. and sorting out all of the, the resumes. Yeah, and this and, was a while. Ago. Yeah, it was a lot. That's how, oh, that's how long man. back we're talking. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I just ain't, I just, uh, aged myself there. Yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to see what happens with, uh, um, uh, squirrely Dan and, uh, his new love interest. I can't wait to see what happens with, uh, Wayne and, uh, Marie Fred and how that plays out. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to see what's coming up next. So. All right. Great. Yeah. Uh, Eric, I mean, once again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for your support this season. Uh, it's been well, great. There's, there's big announcements. We're not done with the big announcements yet. Oh, maybe there's a new one. Maybe there's one that even we may surprise all the fine folks on here. Not only are we going to make sure that every single one of these fantastic hosts are furnished with, make sure you do go and grab yourself a t-shirt. Oh, yes. yes. We are going to produce a very special set of shirts here. So we're going to do a four shirt special here. It's going to be a custom diabolical coffee shirt featuring the devil's breath. This is going to be for your, for your guests here. So we're going to do four of them. Devil's breath. This is the beautiful shirt here. Oh, you, you get the diabolical tag and it will be, this is not yet branded. It will be special marked for the produce stand. It wow. Amazing. Nice. So, this is nice yeah, to me awesome. too. That's awesome. So, so I'm going to get four. So we'll have for four of your lucky guests. You can choose them however you want. 
they'll be able to, we'll get them a, a code and they'll be able to go and get a completely free shirt. Um, so let's, let's do some kind of contest as however you want it to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also we're going to throw down for another season of support some way or another. We'll figure out what we can do to amazing podcast. Holy crap. All right. We, this is amazing. This is, well, I mean, we, we kind of talked about a a contest or some kind of giveaway before, but uh, this is all, this is great stuff. Uh, Eric, thank you so much. This will be a a four, one of four of a kind. Yeah, for sure. Whatever the hell that is. I don't know. I'm, I'm shitty. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to make it a worthwhile uh, contest for sure for our, for our listeners. Uh, Eric, thank you so much. It's, it's, you know what, it's just been fun catching up with you, man. Like uh, it's been so long. Uh, So the fact that, uh, you know, it's serendipitous that we, we kind of reconnected on LinkedIn and and that, that you had this diabolical coffee and that we could do this and have like, have some fun. Uh, and, and I'm glad we, we turned you into letter Kenny disciple. I mean, hopefully you, uh, <laughs> you, you go back and watch allegedly, <laughs> allegedly you go back and watch. I saw you already, you know, uh, uh, mingling with, with some of our, uh, Twitter, uh, followers and, and throwing out the allegedly's and throwing out the, the, the use and stuff like that. So you're already speaking Ew. their language. Um, so yeah, you know, come back anytime. Like I said, we're doing the the Ag Hall Social in a couple of weeks, so hopefully you can join us for that. And uh, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, great job tonight as well. I saw you reading from notes. We always appreciate it when our guests uh, have notes and and, and come prepared. Uh, <laughs> do you have any final comments? And this is good. And thank you again. I apologize that I stole most of the mic time. No, not at my all. Weirdo life stories. But <laughs> no, it makes our night easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my funny thing is, I mean, I have a long form podcast. I do a weekly 75 minute podcast with a single guest. Like, And I'm backlogged. I literally usually have like two guests. Like I record twice a week sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I've got a bunch that are in the can. The good news is the podcast business is very good. Mm-hmm. The bad news is I have no producers, no nothing. Like I'm doing the whole kit myself myself. So you get very good at like basically DJing somebody through a 75 minute conversation. Everybody says like, wait, how long? I thought <laughs> saw the 75 minute recording when I thought that was just so that we have some wiggle room, like, Oh no, we're going to burn every second of that. <laughs> and then at the end of every one, people are like, wow, we're done already. Man, I was kind of hoping we could keep going. And yeah. Like, it's kind of fun, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but the hard thing to do when you come on to another mm-hmm as a guest to somebody else's podcast is you got to remember I'm the guest, I'm the guest, I'm yeah. the guest. Don't, yeah. don't try and fucking shepherd the whole process around <laughs> you. You get into that mode. I just feel like a sheepdog always like, okay, let's nudge it. Let's like, like you're always kind of like doing callbacks and stuff. I'm like, oh, no. it's very, <laughs> it's, it's fun. Yeah. I, I have a lot of fun, but, uh, it's, uh, it, I mean, thank you very much. I, you, you folks are fantastic. All right. Well, it was fun having you. So, uh, here we go. I'm going to play us off now with a song from this episode. It's called pick up the phone by dragon net. Here we go. Let this uh, marinate a bit. Gotta love that. It's such a perfect close. It's like, you just know that, that you open the door and you step in. I'm kind of picturing Jay and Simon Bob. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a bit that vibe, yeah. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we recap and review the Letterkenny Valentine's Day special with our guest Stephen Walker from the Guys Review Podcast. Don't forget to give our sponsor Diabolical Coffee some love. They're at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code PRODUCESTAND for 10% off any purchase from their site. Uh, if you'd like to support our podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. There is a Patreon link on our site, on our Twitter profile at ProtoStandPod. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at ProtoStandPod. Thank you for joining us. Uh, now we're going to go on our phones to check out Derry's Sweetie's Instagram account. 
you on behalf of Eric, Matt, <laughs> Victor, Tanya, and myself. Thank you for listening and have a great week. Thank you. <laughs>